you don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Something strange is going on. Who is killing Russian billionaires? Another Russian oligarch has been found dead. Reports suggest that he hanged himself, fell out of a window, slashed his wrists, was poisoned, murdered his whole family. Last year, more than a dozen Russian oligarchs died in the space of nine months. Many of the deaths are suspicious with links to the Kremlin. This is Sad Oligarch an investigation into these recently dead Russian billionaires. It's created by me, Jake Hanrahan, and my colleague, Sergei Slipchenko. Sad Oligarch is a H11 production for Kuzo Media and iHeartRadio. In the space of a year, more than a dozen rich Russian businessmen have died in either brutal or mysterious circumstances. Many fell out of windows, some had heart attacks, and a few even killed their whole families before committing suicide. The official line from the Russian authorities is that most of these deaths were accidents or violent consequences of mental illness. And maybe that's true. But considering the majority of these dead rich Russians are either outright oligarchs or have other links to the Kremlin, it's possible that something much darker is taking place. These deaths have all occurred within the backdrop of the Ukraine war, a brutal invasion that has shown the whole world that Russia's President Putin is both ruthless and brazen. Maybe the Kremlin has been tying up loose ends or making examples of those who go against them, as several of these dead oligarchs have. For some, war can actually be bad for business. In this project, Sad Oligarch, 
I'll be investigating the numerous strange deaths of these rich Russian businessmen. I'll be doing this with my friend and colleague, journalist Sergei Slipchenko. We believe that to understand how these businessmen died is to understand more realistically how the Kremlin truly operates. Now, of course, we're not the only reporters to have done this. We're relying on the work of many other sources and people who are helping us. Some of them can't be named. To appreciate the relevance of these deaths, I think it's best to first understand the role of the oligarch within Russia. Now, side note, we do have oligarchy in the West as well. We just tend to refer to it by different terms such as lobbying. Anyway, for this series, we'll be focusing on Russia. Now, admittedly, not all of the dead Russians in this series are necessarily stirred-up oligarchs. They've often been branded as such by Western media, but it doesn't always apply. The lines are blurry. We're using the term loosely to help understand a complicated situation. Ultimately, though, all the dead businessmen were wealthy via employment in Kremlin-linked business or otherwise had connections to the Russian government, oligarch branding or not. But what actually is an oligarch? An oligarch, put simply, is a wealthy businessman with deep political power and connections to government. Whilst Russia has a specifically recent history of oligarchs since the fall of the Soviet Union, the oligarch is by no means a Russian concept only. However, in Russia, oligarchs are often very useful for the government when they're trying to dodge sanctions. This is usually due to the complicated structure of their firms and shareholdings. We'll go into this in detail in a later episode. As you'll see, many of the dead Russian businessmen of the last 12 months share several characteristics with the tried and tested oligarchs. One of the first murders we're looking into occurred just one month after the Russian invasion of Ukraine. This is what happened to Vasily Melnikov. On March 23rd, 2022, affluent Russian businessman Vasily Melnikov, 41, was found dead alongside his family in their upscale Moscow apartment in the Nizhny Novgorod area. The family nanny discovered them. They'd all been stabbed to death. Vasily, his wife and their two sons, aged four and ten years old. The killings were brutal and tragic. Straight away, some European media outlets speculated that it could be a contract killing, an assassination. According to the police in Moscow, though, it was a murder-suicide. They state that Vasily stabbed his own family to death before killing himself, also with a knife. Case closed. There's currently no verified indication as to why this atrocity happened. Outwardly, things seemed to be going well for Vasily Melnikov. Him and his family had just returned from a luxury holiday in the Maldives, and Vasily's company, Medstom, had just secured a lucrative $3.5 million contract. However, despite this success, an unnamed source told Russian media that Vasily was apparently suicidal and had confided this to his wife. 
There's no indication though as to why he would so callously take his whole family with him. Now, on the face of it, this could just be a case of a rich guy who went berserk and killed his whole family before committing suicide. Maybe it really is an open and shut case. It's possible. Sadly, things like that do happen. However, when me and Sergi started looking into the Melnikov murder-suicide, we noticed a few unusual details. What specifically caught our eye was one of the knives used in the killings. In one of the crime scene photos, the murder weapon, a tactical style knife, was seen resting on a kitchen unit with blood on the end of the blade. Moulded into the handle was the insignia of Russia's special rapid response team. They used the acronym SOBR, which was also visible in the handle of the knife. The SOBR, or SOBA, is an elite force in Russia which was originally formed to deal with domestic anti-terrorism situations and high-level organised crime. They even fought against rebels in the Chechen and Dagestani wars. The knife at the crime scene appears to belong to the SOBR. Sergi explains. The knife was like part of the evidence, the Sober knife. Sober uh, is a Russian, basically SWAT. It's like a special forces unit in the police. They were disbanded after like the early 2000s but at that time they were like the elite kind of police like counter-terrorist organization i i think i think the west also has this where when you join like one of these groups you get like a knife um kind of like uh, i guess they're like badge of honor as Sergi mentioned the sobr was at one point dissolved this was in 2002 it was reclassified and given a new name Later though, in 2012, an evolved version of these units was rearranged more broadly as special forces and given the old name of the SOBR. Whilst under different branches of control, the new SOBR is in many ways the same as the original. In 2022, SOBR units took part in Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It seems that the idea was that they'd be put in place to crush riots in Kiev once the Russian military had taken the city. The Kremlin believed this would happen quickly. They were wrong. Ukrainian military and armed volunteers defended the capital. Over a year later, the nearest Russian position is around 500 kilometers away from Kiev. During the initial attacks on Kiev in February 2022, there are reports that a whole unit of the SOBR was killed on the outskirts of the city. So that's the SOBR. A knife of theirs is clearly not your average homeware item. Yet this was to hand allegedly for Vasily Melnikov when he killed his whole family and then himself. What they found at the scene was a sober knife. Um, yeah, here it says there were multiple uh, knives, but this one was specifically photographed and uh, it caught my attention because like, you could see the insignia on it, whereas the other knives are just kind of plain. Um, and, you know, this could be a replica. It could be something he was gifted. But it's just interesting that he has this potentially memorabilia, potentially an actual uh, knife from the group. From what I can tell, he wasn't a part of anything. He wasn't a part of like uh, any police units, any of these special forces, but... I mean, technically, that is the only way you get one, like a legitimate one, right? But again, 
Who knows? Where this knife is actually from is important. If it's genuine, at the very least, it shows Vasily Melnikov had some connection to someone who was once a member of the SOBR, even if he just bought it from them as a collectible or was gifted it. And if it wasn't Vasily's knife, whose was it? With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Over the last decade of my career as a journalist, I've covered dozens of wars on the ground all over the world. From the trenches of East Ukraine to the barricades of East Jerusalem, I've never actually seen any fighters put that much value into a combat knife 
other than it being a useful tool. I've seen people cut rope with them or open a can of food, but otherwise it's hardly used as a weapon on the front lines. If anything, I've seen them passed around a few times as a sort of collectible or war trophy. But generally, in my experience at least, it's something fighters will have at war, but again, it's just more of a tool than anything else. So, perhaps Vasily Melnikov fought somewhere and picked this knife up along the way and kept it as a sort of souvenir. It's possible, but neither Sergi or myself could find any information on Vasily Melnikov fighting in any wars. Not one that the SOBR units fought in, no old photos on his social media, no mention of previous service, nothing. It's likely he didn't fight. Still though, this SOBR knife was found in his apartment and was used in the murder of his family. Due to its specific connection to the Russian government and its numerous armed forces, we of course want to find out where it's from. So, I reached out to several different knife collectors and experts to see if they could shed any light on the knife. A few of them who really know their stuff are associated with the conflict journalism collective that I run, Popular Front. At Popular Front, we have a network all over the world where people with very niche esoteric knowledge on war and conflict come together. And so, some of our people happen to know a lot about combat knives, both collectible and practical. Speaking to these people, it became clear that the SOBR knife pictured in the crime scene photos is an NR43 knife, a relatively inexpensive scout knife first created in 1943 and issued to Russian special forces. Either that or it's a replica. Still, the design matches exactly with the Russian Special Forces Scout Knives. Whilst the crime scene photo of the knife is a bit out of focus, a specific logo can be seen on the blade of the knife. The logo looks like the infinity symbol or the number 8. It's the logo of AIR's Latouste, a large Russian knife manufacturer. They make decent knives that are generally pretty accessible. You can buy a brand new NR43 knife, for example, from Zlatoust in Europe for around 100 euros. So the knife was manufactured by AIR Zlatoust. However, there isn't a single one of their NR43 knife for sale anywhere that has the SOBR medallion molded into the handle the same way as the Melnikov murder weapon. There aren't currently any commercially available NR43 knives like that. So where did it come from? We thought maybe theoretically at some point a specific SOBR unit could have commissioned a batch of bespoke knives from AIR's Latouste to award to some of its fighters. It's quite possible. Now, this company is obviously not going to tell us the specific details of another customer's purchases, especially if it actually was SOBR. But we wanted to know if we could order the same bespoke knife. That would tell us something at least. We reached out to AIR's Latouste to see if this was possible, essentially acting as a customer. They said, quote, Yes, such an order with such an emblem can be completed. End quote. Later, they sent us a mock-up of what it would look like. 
Instead of the knife with the SOBR medallion molded into the plastic of the handle, they sent us a version that would have the SOBR insignia laser engraved onto the hilt of the blade. Whilst that's not the same knife as what Vasily Melnikov apparently killed himself and his whole family with, it's pretty close. My point being, it's definitely possible that this knife could have been produced by someone unrelated to the SOBR. But still, why did Vasily Melnikov have it if it was just a random replica? He was a multi-millionaire and the quality of the knife is largely unremarkable. Here's what our knife collector associate had to say about the blade. It didn't really strike me as anything particularly special. Um, just your, your, your typical combat type knife that you'd see for sale. Anywhere from some sort of a, a gas station or, or junk shop all the way through. Maybe a, an outdoors, tactical, or a surplus type shop. As far as construction goes, it's not anything particularly um, high-end. Definitely not custom. Um, just your, your typical machine-made, uh, mass-produced item. So, if the blade doesn't appear to be particularly special superficially, maybe it had some sentimental value for Vasily Melnikov. Or, as others seem to believe, maybe it wasn't his at all. Online in Russia, there are various theories and rumors going around about Vasily Melnikov and the slaughter of his family. Many believe he was killed on behalf of the Russian government. In fact, so many Russian oligarchs have died in the last year that it's become somewhat of a running joke. Vasily was just another one. Even pro-Russian telegram channels linked to Russian units fighting in Ukraine joke about the likelihood of being bumped off by their own government. For example, the operator of the Russian propaganda telegram channel Grey Zone, with more than 400,000 members, wrote recently saying, quote, Once I was having a cup of tea with a comrade from the general staff of the armed forces of Russia, talking about the various risks and consequences of saying certain things in this channel on Telegram. I jokingly said that one day I might fall out of a window, to which my comrade replied, Bro, if the generals want to eliminate you by throwing you from a window, they'll most likely throw you from the first floor. End quote. As we'll find out later in this series, falling out of the window is something many Russian oligarchs have recently had in common. Plenty of people online in Russia have found the whole situation suspicious. Now, I don't speak Russian, but Sergei does. He found numerous comments relating to the Vasily Melnikov murders. There's a lot of speculations, you know, a lot of them say like, oh, look at them cleaning, cleaning out, you know, referring to like whoever's higher up kind of maybe cutting, uh, closing loose ends or getting rid of like people who might know some like have dirt on them, you know, it's all over the place, you know, um, mostly you see this on uh, Vkontakte, like their VK, uh, like Facebook kind of counterpart. Uh, you see this on the actual articles because, you know, you can post anonymously. So a lot of people will say like, oh, smell suspicious or like, oh, is this, do you really want us to believe this? Um, doesn't go like anywhere from that. But, you know, it's it's interesting to see that a lot of people are voicing the fact that like this sounds like bullshit. It almost seems like they're used to it. They're kind of like, oh, there goes another one. It's nothing new to them. That said, rumors and theories on the Internet 
are just rumours and theories on the internet. We don't know if they hold any weight. Often, they don't. What we do know, though, is that the police in Russia say that Vasily Melnikov killed his whole family. A brutal act beyond most people's imagination. This crime is so awful that it even has its own terminology. It's often referred to as familicide and the perpetrators as family annihilators. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX Anniversary Sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. To get a better understanding of this horror, I spoke to Professor Elizabeth Yardley. She's a professor of criminology at Birmingham University in the UK. She's studied family annihilation at length and has authored several papers on it. When this individual kills their family, and so that is often their wife or female partner and their biological children, and in some cases they then kill themselves as well, and in other cases they don't. So it is the wiping out, essentially, of the entire nuclear family unit in in one particular event. Right, and you've done a lot of research on this. Obviously, it's a case-by-case basis, but is there any kind of 
idea that's shared by people as to why people do this because it's extremely violent. It's just unbelievable to anyone that's saying that someone would kill their own family. Um, is there any kind of consensus on why this might happen? Yeah, I think for me, the, the two key words are uh, control and possession. Um, when I look at cases of family annihilation, the family, the family members who are murdered, very often they're not seen as, as, as living, breathing human beings with their own hopes and dreams and, and freedoms and choices. Mm. They're seen as objects that are possessed by, um, the, the perpetrator. They are, uh, things that the perpetrator owns and therefore the perpetrator can do, you know, what, what he wants with them. And these cases are really interesting because a lot of the coverage of the cases will, present these as cases where somebody snapped somebody's lost it they've gone overnight from you know a loving caring father figure to you know a homicidal maniac and that just doesn't happen snapping isn't actually a thing and when you look in detail at these cases um when you find out the details about these families and their lives what you often come across is quite significant histories of domestic abuse of coercive and controlling behaviour, of very kind of domineering head of the household type figures. So, so it does make sense when you look at it in that broader context. And and I don't think I've come across a single case where somebody has just you know snapped and lost it in an instant. That that doesn't tend to happen. Do you think that it's a case of someone over the years or over a certain amount of time kind of fermenting these ideas and, you know, getting more angry? Or do you think this is something that someone potentially kind of always had in them? I think it's something that they've always had in them because the way that they think about their family, the way they think about other people, that is an element of their personality. That That's very much part and parcel of them. To be controlling is normal for them. To be possessive is normal for them. To be abusive is normal for them. So this is the key thing about all of the family annihilations that I've covered. Like it's more about continuity than it is about change. Right. And very often these individuals are quite good at maintaining like a facade of normality and respectability and this is veneer, which most people don't really get to see behind. Um, so it is really shocking when this kind of thing happens. But very often you, you speak to people who are kind of known intimately to those involved in a kind of crime like this and they're like yeah yeah he, he was an awful person right you know he was just very good at claiming that he wasn't this case that uh, i'm looking at with this guy in russia this melnikov guy the thing with him is though he he just come off of a very luxurious holiday with his two children and his wife in the maldives he just made a deal on a 3.5 million dollar business contract and he had a really nice flat in an up, upmarket part of um, Moscow. On the outside, like everything was going good for him. Now, allegedly, he, he told his wife he was depressed, but the, the source for that is kind of like anonymous person that told a Russian government media channel. So it's not exactly reliable. But he seemed to have everything going for him. Yet he apparently, according to the to the Russian police, killed his whole family using a series of different knives, also then killed himself. Um, he seemed to kind of have everything going for him. Um, do you see that kind of stuff happen as well? Do people do this even if, you know, everything financial is okay? And, you, you know, I mean, who knows what is going through someone's head? But I don't know, this guy didn't seem to be losing things. It was quite the opposite. No, that doesn't really ring true for me. If he's If he's seeing a particular level of success and, like you said, he's got this, 
this big multi-million pound contract in the offing and and if he's you know quite well healed and things are going well that's not the time when this sort of thing tends to happen when you've got situations um where you know large amounts of money are involved it's normally when there's the threat of losing that money right that's like a real thing um and the murders are essentially a way of sort of regaining control essentially because for a lot of these guys um the family is is a way of kind of displaying success it's their indicator to the world that they've made it you know that they're, they're economically successful they've got money and um if you think of you know that the vast expense that comes with having a family the, the family home and and very often um some expensive leisure pursuits and hobbies and that kind of thing and these grand holidays in the Maldives that's basically announcing to the rest of the world I've made it and look my family are helping me perform my success to the rest of the world when there's the threat of that money kind of going away the family doesn't serve a function anymore because for these guys the family is a way of performing success there isn't any real sort of genuine emotion or, or kind of attachment to the people in the family. They're simply props. And and when the fuel essentially runs out, the money runs out, it's like, oh, well, you know, that that they're not serving their purpose anymore. I'm I'm kind of finished with them and I, I'm done with this and I'm gonna take it all down in in the final kind of act of control. Some of his neighbors were saying that he'd recently hired a bodyguard to kind of take his kids to school, which I mean, I don't know, but it, that doesn't scream to me a guy that is, you know, quite happily ready to just kill his family if he wants to protect his kids. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really doesn't resonate with me in terms of yeah. that kind of family annihilator, um, because they they will do this, they will carry out these murders and, and end their own lives before everything goes horribly wrong. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. it, it doesn't really stack up for me. What is also interesting to me, so in, in this research that we're doing, we have found people that are you know, in some ways connected in the way that they're Russian millionaires and billionaires and they have some connections to the state. I mean, they don't know each other. I'm sure they knew of each other, some of them. But in some way, they're connected. And there's over a dozen of these so-called oligarchs that are dead. And two, at least two, maybe we think three, did this family annihilation? It is an incredibly rare phenomenon. Having a clustering of them like this is is relatively unusual, especially within you know similar circles within within the the, the same nation within a particular time period. It it would seem quite anomalous to me. Yeah, and at least two of them. So the two that we know for certain uh, annihilated their whole families. There's two children that survived that, you know, they were older, they weren't in the house. Both of them have said that there's just no way, like there is no way that they did this. But again, I mean, I guess we have heard that before. Um, do you think that's like a, I don't know, do you, do you think that's worth listening to? I mean, these are members of this guy's family, like literally their other children. But I guess their children would say that. I don't know. What do you think? Well, the very fact that biological children of the alleged perpetrator have survived tells me that this is very different from any family annihilation I've come across before because when the perpetrator takes their family out, they take everybody out. They, they make sure that those children are home for the weekend or that they're all together as a family. They don't leave leave anybody behind. All the, all the members of that particular nuclear family unit, the perpetrator takes them all out. They won't leave somebody behind it's yeah that's that's quite odd have you seen cases before where they've committed familicide or whatever you call it they've killed their whole family and have you seen situations where they've made sure like they've made sure that everyone was there they've called someone in they made sure it's a family weekend or a dinner or something like that yeah and several of these cases that we came across happened on the family holiday the one time when they're all together 
you know, without any sort of outside influence that they might be in a different country. Um, but no, there's a very deliberate attempt to make sure that, that nobody can get away, essentially, and that everybody's contained within the, the same space. Um, so, yeah, to have people surviving who are part of that nuclear family unit is is really quite strange to me. I mean, it might be that we've discovered a whole new type of family annihilator here, right. you know? <laughs> But this doesn't fit with anything I've ever seen before, to be to be honest. I think if you were to, to develop a checklist for, you know, characteristics associated with family annihilation, like, this would not be on that checklist. Now, that's all not to say that Vasily Melnikov didn't do it, but it clearly doesn't quite fit the pattern of behaviour of other family annihilators, not according to Professor Yardley, someone who knows a lot about this. Something else that seems a bit off, as I mentioned, is the claim that Vasily Melnikov hired a bodyguard for his kids, at least according to his neighbours. Why, if he was planning to kill his family, would he hire someone to protect them? The neighbours said they'd seen the bodyguard taking the children to school, the children who would, sadly, be murdered later on. There are also rumours, again from the neighbours, that Vasily had a murky past, possibly involved with criminal networks in other cities. Still, these are just rumours. What isn't rumour though is Vasily Melnikov's autopsy report. According to that, Vasily had a stab wound in his foot. So if we take the official story as truth, Vasily stabbed his family to death with at least two different knives and then stabbed himself in the foot before killing himself outright. Maybe, or maybe the stab to the foot was a defense wound. And maybe, as some people speculate, the two different knives were held by two different people. Maybe Vasily had upset some people. Maybe those people killed Vasily Melnikov and his family as a punishment and a warning to other oligarchs who don't play ball. We don't know. It's just a theory. Unfortunately, in this series, you won't get definitive answers. Real life doesn't always get tied up in a bow, especially not when looking into the deaths of the Russian elite. We don't exactly know what happened to Vasily Melnikov or many of the other oligarchs we'll cover. What we do know is that a suspicious pattern emerges the closer you look into the deaths of these rich Russian businessmen. Sad Oligarch is a H11 production for Coolzone Media and iHeartRadio. Hosted, produced, researched and edited by me, Jake Hanrahan and Sergi Slipchenko. Co-produced by Sophie Lichterman. Music by Sam Black. Artwork by Adam Doyle. Sound mix by Splicing Block. Go to jakehanrahan.com for more information. of restless nights at lisa we know good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health 
From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> give yourself a delicious escape from the afternoon with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.